the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in Sunday, San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast of the praying as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. The Bible teaches us that we ought to keep our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. By watching Jesus, we can seize or get a grasp of what we should be like and what we should act like. The word seize means to grasp mentally and to understand clearly and completely. Jesus gives us clear and complete understanding about how a child of God is supposed to conduct themselves in life. Through watching Jesus, we can get a grip on how we Christians should and should not live this Christian life. Through watching Jesus, we can get a solid grip on how we should and should not conduct ourselves, how we should and should not speak, what kind of attitude or attitudes we should and should not have, what kind of temperament we should and should not have, and what our actions should and should not be. Not that we're living our lives in Christianity. All these things matter to God if we're going to represent Him properly like He wants all of us to do. And since it matters to God, then it should matter to me and you too. That's why being imitators of Christ is what we were all told by God to do. And now that we're Christians, it's what we all should always endeavor to do. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do... I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Because otherwise you begin to start fashioning yourselves according to your former lusts. That phrase fashioning yourselves right there is talking about to fashion alike. That is to conform to the pattern. See, many of us are still trying to conform to the pattern of the world in which we live in. We're trying to conform to the pattern of all our friends that we work with. We're trying to conform. No, God didn't design you to be like them. He designed you to be like him. You're not supposed to conform to their pattern. You're supposed to conform to his pattern. See, back in the olden, olden days, olden, olden, olden days, praise God, back when this stuff was written, it's still good, but back in the olden, olden days, the people back then used to wear clothing based upon their family lineage. They used to wear clothing based upon their family lineage. Whereas each family had a basically a different pattern that they wore. Such a way was you can be able to look for, at a person from far off and see that they got these certain stripes on, praise God. And you know them the Smiths, praise God. And you see somebody over there, praise God, all over there. You don't even know them. But you can see them because they had this one wiggly line in their patterns. And them the Johnsons, praise God. And then you see how the Joneses, there they go, them the Joneses over there. Because they're wearing a certain pattern. Well, we are now children of God. And the only pattern we're supposed to wear is the pattern that he has. Our pattern is supposed to match his pattern. We're supposed to pattern ourselves now after him so the people can look a long way off and see Christian. Because unfortunately, people look a long way off and they see world. But then when they look at us up close, they see world. 
because they don't see us pattern ourselves the way God wants us to pattern ourselves. Remember, we're supposed to be holy, which means separated and different. We're not supposed to be the same. And see, a lot of us are trying to be the same as everybody else. We're still trying to be the same as everybody else. But I just want to fit in. Fit in with who? With the world? That's a square peg in a round hole. You don't fit in with them, baby. There's a whole bunch of stuff that ain't, 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 ain't matching and ain't being covered when we fit in. We try to fit in with them. Plus that, you couldn't be like them if you wanted to. You ain't them. Are you listening to me up in here? You cut off of a different cloth. That's trying to mix, you know, uh, silk with, with blue jean. It don't mix. Are you listening to me up in here? If you got silk, you ain't... Leave it alone, Rodney. Just move on. Praise God. It's like trying to connect the two together. You don't connect silk and blue jean together. It don't work that way. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. See, God has provided us truth so that we don't conform to the way that we used to think about things or the way we used to do things when situations like the ones we face come our way today. We, we got truth now to be able to help us not operate the way we used to. So now that we've seen, praise God, we don't answer railing for railing and evil for evil, then we quit answering railing for railing and evil for evil. Why? Because we found out that's how Christians do. And so if that's what Christ did, then that's what we do too. And so we make sure we do it. So we learn to quit cussing folk out when they do something against me and you. I ain't give very many amens in the middle this time. Praise God. Hey man, we learn to quit cussing folk. I guess all the cussers in the middle. Praise God. We quit cussing folk out. Well, I'm glad I got your right eye link. Praise God. We quit cussing folk out when they do stuff. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at them. Look at them. Some of them look like they want to cuss me out now. Praise God. Hey man. We don't do that no more. Praise God. Hey man. And let me, once again, let me help you. Don't necessarily turn off overnight. So it ain't like, you know, oh, I'm a Christian. I know how to not cuss folk out. No, it, it's a process. Somebody say process. process. Amen. So don't condemn yourself if you don't cuss somebody out. Like, oh, why did I do that? Because you're still a good cusser. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> but you're going to get better at acting right. Is anybody hear me over here? Hallelujah. Anyway, we need, we, we now call good, good and evil, evil. So we don't consider it good to do evil no more. Because we don't fashion ourselves according to the former lusts. When it says former lust, it's talking about previous longings, especially of that which was forbidden. Previous longings, previously of that which was forbidden. See, before, we liked what was forbidden. In fact, for some of us, all you had to do was tell us it was forbidden. And if we found out it was forbidden, we was good with that from that point forward. Come on now. And, my, and mama said you can't have the cookies. What we do? Find a way to go get them cookies. Praise God. Sneaking in, you know. Trying to figure out a way to get them cookies. If she say, mom and dad say, you can't go to that party tonight, we see if the window open up once it became night. Praise God. Some of us, praise God, some of us. Some of us would get the old cons going. Hey, you call your mama and tell them that you're going to sleep over here. And I'm going to call you my mama and tell them I'm going to sleep over there. And then both of us going to sleep somewhere else. Don't act all innocent with me. Praise God. You, some of us did stuff like that. Praise God. We was like running all kind of game and con. I got, I got some people in the back. Amen. Praise God. I got one over there. Praise God. So somebody know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Trying to run con on, on the fans. Because we wanted, all we had to do was find out we wasn't supposed to do it. And mama say, stay away from that girl. She ain't no good. We'll be thinking, all right now. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> she must be good. No, no, no. Father said, leave that boy alone. He ain't no good. But he loved me. And we be sneaking and hanging out with him anyway. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. 
But once you know the truth, then it'll be able to anchor you so that you won't be trying to do the stuff that you know you ought not do. See, the truth we receive from God's word keeps us from caving in and operating according to ways that we used to operate because we know better now. We got the word of God in us now. So the word of God strengthens us as well as reminds us of what it is that we should and should not do. The truth we receive from God's word keeps us from conforming and buckling under pressure that comes because of what's happening to me and you. Before, all that Satan had to do was cause something to happen and we would cave in, conform, and do exactly what he wanted us to do. But we ain't controlled by him no more because God set us free from that control by telling us the truth. And if we operate according to that truth, then we got some stuff going on. See, truth is what we now use to make our proper decisions because truth is what helps us to make our proper decisions. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 11, please. Isaiah chapter 11. Truth is now what we use to be able to make our proper decisions because that's what God gave you in order to make your proper decisions. It's truth. I'm telling you to bless you when you do. Isaiah chapter 11. Save a lot of drama from happening in your life. Truth affords us the ability to live our lives rightly, which means we can live our lives wrongly. Truth allows us to be able to make our decisions rightly, which means we can make our decisions wrongly. Here we're going to read about Jesus, praise God, a prophecy about Jesus when he was coming into the world and what he was going to do when he got here, praise God. And now he's living in me and you, which means that these things can now happen for me and you because he's already here. He's already living on the men's side of me and you. By way of his word. It says in verse 1. It says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. This is speaking of Jesus, because Jesus came from the lineage of Jesse. Praise God. He's that branch. That's why it's a capital B. That shall grow out of his roots. It says, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Remember the anointing was on him. Because God anointed him with the, with the Holy Ghost and with power to go about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He could do good because this was what was on him. Well, it's still on him. Praise God. And before I go any further, remember Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word, which means that the word has this onness. And so when you get this word, it's got this onness to be able to make sure you can get through. Praise God. Let's see what's on it. Verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The spirit of counsel and might. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Praise God. And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He told us that we're going to have this, we're going to have this word and this word will allow us to be able to think what we're supposed to think, know what we're supposed to know so that we can make the right decisions, make the right judgments in our life. That's why it's talking about in verse three. It says, and shall make him of quick understanding. See, when you got the word of God that provides you all those things that we're going to talk about in a moment or two, it'll give you the ability to have quick understanding. Just like that. Praise God. Quick life-giving understanding. The Bible says in all you're getting, get understanding. Well, you're going to have some life-giving understanding. And in the fear of the Lord, that this understanding is in the fear of the Lord. 
To fear the Lord basically is the knowledge of what we should do and should not do in accord with what God says we should and should not do. Because the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy, the froward mouth, the evil way, and all that other stuff that we ain't got no business doing on a given day. The stuff that God loves, we'll love. The stuff that God hates, we'll hate because we have the fear of the Lord. Well, it'll give us the ability to make a decision in accord with the fear of, with the, fear of the Lord. And he, down there was him, but now that it's in us, it gives us the ability to do it too. He shall not judge after the sight of his eyes. So in that case, we won't judge after the sight of our eyes. Because many of us make judgments based upon what we see. But we who are in Christ, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So we don't judge after the sight of our eyes. That word judge means pronounced sentence for or against. To pronounce judgment for or against. We learned already that our judgment should match his judgment because God has already pronounced the verdict on everything, whether it's right or wrong, whether it's what we should or should not do. And so he makes it real easy for me and you. We ain't got to sit there and think long on the matter. We can have quick understanding on the matter. We don't have to think long on the matter because we can have quick understanding. See, that's good news because I, I, I learned a long time ago, if you study long, you study wrong, praise God. Why? Because you gave the devil more time to be able to talk to you. More time to be able to show you what you ought to do. More angles to be able to come at you till eventually you go along his way rather than the way God wanted you to. So you don't have to study long. You can know just like that what you should do. You can know just like that. In fact, that's too slow. That before the devil even say it, you already know what to do because you already know what the word of God has already said to you. So by the time he come, he's like, oh no, shut up, fool. I ain't doing that because I know that ain't God. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. That's good news. Because see, Satan can manipulate situations and circumstances and cause you to see anything he wants you to see. But God will give you the ability to see past what he's doing and see who's doing it. Is anybody hearing me up in here? It's called discernment. Give you the ability to look past what's going on and see what's really going on if you buy into this thing. Are you listening to me up in here? Because Satan is a manipulator. He's a liar. He's a con man. The Bible says he can even present himself as an angel of light, which means it'll look right right there in front of you. But at the same time, that don't make it right. That's why God said, I want you to learn what I got you to learn. Know my word, which is true, because you'll be able to instantly be able to tell whether or not it's what you ought to do. So that you can be able to look at, the, look at somebody walking up to you and you'll be able to know already. Mm-mm, I'm already going to say no as soon as they ask me to do anything that they want me to do. Because I already know what's going on with this. Hey, listen to me. I already know that's the whole Babylon that's coming to take me down, and I ain't going out for that. Praise God. So when they get to wiggling up to you, praise God, you won't be like watching the motion of the ocean and forget what you're supposed to do because you've been hypnotized by it moving around, will you? And when she say, you want to go with me? Yes. You already know before they get there, no, I want to go there. Praise God, because I'm a happily mad man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm a happily single man. She said, well, then that mean you got room for me. No, I don't. Praise God. Because you'll know how to answer. But what does he give us for us to be able to do that? It's, it, he gives us the word who is Jesus. And that word comes with the spirit, uh, uh, spirit of the Lord upon him. Bring you the spirit of wisdom. So that you can have the true insight into a matter. Know exactly what you need to think and do about the situation that's coming at you. You've got understanding, which means you've got clarity about what's going on too. Thank God for clarity. Because you're not all confused about the matter. You've got understanding about the matter. He give you the spirit of counsel. In the Hebrew, it's the word etzah, E-T-S-A-H, praise God. We're just talking about advice, steerage. 
advice, steerage, but it also comes with a plan so that you can be able to not only have advice, but you can have the plan to be able to carry it out. But if you're going to have a plan, you need the strength to carry it out. That's why it not only gives you the spirit of counsel, but Mike comes right along with it. Give you the strength to be able to pull it off so that you can actually do what he says do. And again, the spirit of knowledge so that you can know some stuff. See, God wants you to know some stuff and exact knowledge about stuff so that you know exactly what God thinks about that matter. That's why you can also have the spirit of the fear, the spirit of the fear of the Lord so that you can hate what, that which is evil and love that which is good so that you can be of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And so that you will not judge after the sight of your eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of your ears. Praise God. Well, that means be right. The word reprove right there means be right or correct to reprove or correct. Would you be corrected or, be, or, or by the hearing of your ears? Because once again, the devil lies and he can be able to present anything that just sounds so right to you. But that don't make it right because it don't match what God says to you. But look what you have the privilege to do. But with righteousness, he judged the poor and reproved with equity for the meek of the earth. He said with righteousness. Now that word righteousness right there translates in the Hebrew the right. The right. That's both natural, moral, and legal. It is the right. I like that. See, I like right. But I like the right even more than right. Praise God. Because God's not just telling you what's right by his word. God's telling you what the right is by the word. Definite article meaning that there is no other options. There are no other alternatives. If it's a definite article, it establishes that there's nothing else that's right other than the right. Which means if Pookie said it, but it ain't the right, then Pookie wrong. Is anybody in me up in here? If Raul said it, and it don't match what God said, then Raul wrong. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. If I said, Pastor Pearson, and it don't match what God said, it's wrong. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. Because it's the word that's, that's supreme over everything. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. And, it's that which, and that's what gives us the ability to be able to make our right decisions. Because we now know what the right is. This gets powerful. That word righteousness also right there figuratively means prosperity. It means prosperity. But this prosperity is not speaking of financial prosperity. It can include it. It can cause it. But it's not what's talking about is financial prosperity. This is talking about spiritual prosperity. Spiritual prosperity. Why? Because the word of God is more to be desired than silver and gold. Yea, even much fine gold. It's sweeter than the honey and the honeycomb. Hallelujah. And from it, baby, you don't want to roam. Because not only would... See, this is more valuable than anything else. Because it tells you what's right. That's why it also translates prosperity. Because, baby, if you do what's right... Prosperity is going to manifest for you anyway. You do what's right with your money, you're going to be prosperous. In fact, it's quiet as kept. If most of us would have learned what to do right a long time ago, we'd be prosperous already. Because we done jacked up more money than you can shake a stick at. We done tore up more money than you can even shake a stick at. If some of us could just get the late charges back that we paid on stuff, we could buy a car cash, bless God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But we just got to learn how to do right. Like pay stuff on time. I said like pay stuff on time. Oh, thank you for that one amen on that side. She the only one said amen on that side. Like pay stuff on time. Amen. amen. Praise God. Because God, that's, that's, that's right. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Especially if they're Christian, you really want to pay them. Praise God. Amen. Anyway, righteousness is also translated prosperity. Praise God. That's because we get the chance to make decisions that's based upon the manifold and abundant riches of God. We get the chance to make decisions based upon the manifold and abundant riches of God. God knows everything. 
inside out, left side, right, every which way but loose. God know it. God know it all. God know the end from the beginning, and He know it even before it began. God know the beginning before the end. Praise God, and He know it back again too. All every which way, God knows it, which means He know everything. And so since God knows everything, you have access to this everything through this word that God gives to you, which allows you to make nothing but proper decisions all the time because that's what you'll do. That's why God said, I want to get you this word because you'll get a chance to be prosperous for real. Not just in the money that you got, but in the wisdom that you got, the understanding that you got, the counsel that you got, the might that you got, the knowledge that you have, and the fear of the Lord that you have. You'll be the richest person on earth. Because you always know what to do, no matter what you run into. You already know how, you always know how to be able to make it through into the things that God has in store for you. We get the chance to make our decisions based upon the wisdom of God. Not the wisdom of this world, which is devilish, but the wisdom of God. And if we do that, baby, everything's going to work out well for me and you. Now, this same righteousness, praise God, which tells us basically what God has in store for me and you, to think and know what we're supposed to do, which is the right, is what we're supposed to use as that girdle. That's why we read on. Praise God. What verse we leave off on? See if you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. He said, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meat. Notice with righteousness shall he judge. Righteousness shall he judge the poor. And, 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 And that's that rightness. And reprove with equity for the meek. We straighten stuff out and correct stuff with with that. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. And the righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins. And and righteousness, which is the right, shall be the girdle of his loins. And faithfulness, the girdle of his reins. Now when it says girdle, once again, it's talking about belt. Praise God. So that they can be able to wear this as a belt. Blessed be the name of the Lord which allows us the ability to be able to make sure we're ready to be able to do whatever God wants us to do the way we're supposed to, making the right decision. Hallelujah. And it also says reins. The word reins right there is talking about our loins. Praise God. But it has a sense to it of vigor, whereas we'd be full of vigor, active, have active strength, force, and forcefulness. So that when we're doing what we're doing, we're doing it with active strength and forcefulness. Praise God. We're doing it energetic because we know it's what God wants us to do. Not like when somebody say, hey, would you do that? When we know it's wrong, we're going to be like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not supposed to do that. No, you ain't supposed to do it all, all humdrum like that. You're supposed to be energetic about it. Praise God. Because this is the truth you got. Praise God. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. I, I used to do it, but I don't do it no more. Because now I know the truth. That's why I left it and it no longer comes through my door. You do it with energy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope to see that one of the many things that God wants us to do is to be imitators of Him in all that we do. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what He wants us to do, but that we do what we need to do to become imitators of God like He wants us to do. We should do everything we can do to learn how to and do what we learn to do to become more like the God who loves and who saved me and you. Now that's what I'm going to do. I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to get a message to Innocent County, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word Faith Christian Center. 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, we're having our Blessed Women of God biannual Women's Wisdom Conference at Word of Faith that began yesterday evening. Ladies, it's been all the way live. It's not too late for you to get in on the blessing. There's a session that's starting at 6.45 this evening. So come on through. You'll flat out be blessed if you do. And there'll be three sessions tomorrow. The first one beginning at 9.30 a.m. with the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship and all-you-can-eat breakfast prepared by the Brothers of Word of Faith just for you ladies. There'll be another session at 12.30 in the afternoon and the closing session Saturday evening at 6.45 p.m. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. Child care and VIP transportation service are provided at all the sessions at no charge. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to be blessed at the Blessed Women of God Women's Wisdom Conference at Word of Faith SA. So ladies, come on through and bring some other sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. I guarantee you that you will all be blessed. So come on and let the Lord speak to you at the Women's Wisdom Conference at Word of Faith SA. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 